Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 6 The World Tours and the Global Mission. Chapter 3, Section 3, Paragraph 19. If you look at America's churches, you can no longer see young people. Therefore, I think we have to help young people become like us and then send them into the churches. Next, there needs to be someone who will take responsibility to defend us from communism. You have to understand that our brothers and sisters are working underground, putting their lives on the line and fighting behind the Iron Curtain in communist countries. One person sent me his dying words, which read, Teacher, the end is coming. I will see you in spirit world. This is the battle we are fighting. Who will defend the world against communism? We are the ones. On December of 1980, one of our missionaries became a sacrifice in Africa. When I heard that report, I said, You have walked your course. You will become the ancestor of the Unification Church in that country. I believe that if you die for the sake of the world in a position similar to mine, you will become the world's ancestor. I also am walking that path. Even if we are inclined not to pay attention to this solitary missionary, the truth is that he lived a public life of service greater than that of anyone else. One of our missionaries was executed. Our missionaries went through many hardships because they have not had a solid foundation to stand on. In some countries, communist forces executed people who were following two parents because in their eyes these people posed a serious problem. When they were about to execute a Czech woman missionary, they asked, what is your last wish? Our missionary's last words were, I lack nothing. If I can die after offering a full bow toward the place where your parents are, I have no regrets. One of our missionaries was shot and killed by the police in Africa. He was Japanese. He yearned to see love prevail and was intent on seeing God's kingdom of love. He therefore went beyond national borders, even walking the path of death in a lonely place. Yet he did not fear death. His heart was, even though I may die alone in Africa, far away from my parents, relatives, and homeland, I have no sorrow. I am a victor. Why would I be afraid of death when I have revealed the way of heaven, which is the way of love? How historic this man is. He could do that because he had discovered the path of love through true parents. The education provided on the path of love is genuine. A promise made in a position of love will not be forgotten, even after tens of thousands of years. Recognizing that we have a spirit body and a physical body, the process whereby you connect through a heart of love brings the cells of your spirit body and physical body to resonate with one another. Consequently, promises made between loved ones rooted in love will never be forgotten. When you are struggling in your mission country, think about how I was persecuted, my prison life, and my own legal battle, and you will gain strength. Know that no matter how difficult, you must overcome and take responsibility for your mission. Future generations will be influenced by your life in the same way you are influenced by mine. It is exactly the same. This will go down in history. Everyday events do not go down in history. Miserable and shocking events are what leave a mark in history. In Africa or South America, the open societies are not an issue because they are places of freedom. But our members who work and persevere in closed societies, where they face imprisonment and even death, will have an enormous impact on history.
You missionaries stationed in open societies may not realize that other missionaries are stationed in closed societies. Among these missionaries, some participated in the 2075 Couples International Blessing Ceremony. All they can do to commemorate is to celebrate it as their wedding anniversary. And the people who were witnessed to by these missionaries, can you imagine how much they want to meet me? However, they are unable to see me. I want them to be here in these public meetings, but they cannot come. They have to meet me on the street, clandestinely, to receive instructions. This is the truth. You have to remember that there is a record of your suffering, but the record of the missionary work done in the shadows of these closed societies is also great. You have gone to open societies, and no matter how difficult that may have been, it was easier than the situations of missionaries stationed in closed societies. Missionaries there could not relax their hearts for even one moment. When they speak the truth, everything can break down because of one word. People who went to spirit world after living in the communist world may accuse us, saying, the Unification Church had a global mission, so you should have come to the communist world and proselytized. Why didn't you? You must be aware that even now we have members imprisoned in nations under communist rule. In 1976, we sent missionaries to the entire world from Belvedere. In effect, we were inviting the world to persecute us. When I was faced with problems, the missionaries around the world were persecuted. No spirit people in any nation can accuse us saying, Rever Moon, if there was a true path, you should have let the people in our nation know about that path. Why didn't you let us know? They cannot accuse me because our missionaries were out there. If what I say is true, there is no doubt that the Unification Church is bound to experience many days filled with God's blessings. Opposition from the Left It finally was discovered that communist forces were involved in the bombing of the Unification Church building in France. Members of the American Congress and people of distinction both in and out of the United States government noted this incident. The fire department and the police were mobilized upon receiving information that the Belvedere Training Center was going to be bombed. People held demonstrations against true parents in New York City. An international cadre of leftists was behind most of this opposition. On January 22, 1976, a bomb exploded at the Villa Oblée Unification Church in Paris, France. From the perspective of the will, this incident may seem like a huge setback, but I do not think so. On the contrary, I think it is a good omen. We observe that the Communist Party and Christianity on the world level are attacking the Unification Church. We are a small minority group, so it is the same as a strong person attacking a weak person. You may have already seen the article in the New York Times describing how the Communist Party and conservative Catholics and Protestants are demonstrating an opposition to the Unification Church. But overall, the public seems to sympathize with us. When a strong person strikes a weak person, people's hearts tend to sympathize with the weak person. They do so even if that person did something wrong. But the Unification Church has done nothing wrong. In fact, when the protesters called for the expulsion of the Unification Church, the French police told them, Our nation is one of religious freedom, and citizens are not being harmed by their actions, so there is no issue here. This incident demonstrates that once people come to understand that such protest is just a way to oppress a weaker group, the public will rally completely to our side. Two members, a man and a woman, were injured by the bombing in France, and they are now a hero and heroine. The fact that they were not from France, but from the Netherlands and Norway, makes it even more noteworthy historically. The foreigner's sacrifice is a foundation upon which the International Task Force can stand. 
Since this incident happened while we were working for the sake of France and Europe, the French people must bow their heads before the Netherlands and Norway. There are many American, French, and German members who are on the International Task Force, but it is because of one person that this team has become highly esteemed. From this standpoint, it is an extraordinary incident. Through the bombing in France, the members of the International Task Force showed they were willing to offer their lives. They established a tradition of fighting for heaven. When we see that a bright new historical standard has been established, we recognize these individuals as heroes. When Satan's side attacked us in the past, they did so with words. They had verbally assaulted us, but had never before exercised force or damaged the Unification Church. The bombing in France, however, did set a condition for God's side to pay indemnity and advance beyond that point. The bombing of the Unification Church in France allowed us to pay a historic indemnity condition. Satan struck a realm that should not have been struck. This was a condition for us to take the offensive. The opposition and persecution we face is not in vain. It signifies that God is preparing the external conditions that will enable the Unification Church to be victorious in the end. At the time of the Yankee Stadium rally in June 1976, a great battle will begin. I know that the opposition forces will use many different tactics to attack us. They will try everything possible. On the day of the rally, we will welcome a historic turning point. We have about four months left before that day arrives. This will be a phase of disruption. The opposition forces are making frantic, last-ditch efforts because they know they will be driven out and rendered irrelevant. The terror attack against the Unification Church in Paris is an example of this. There is a chance that this phenomenon also will occur in America. There was a bomb threat at Belvedere, and the local police and fire department responded. Because a bombing actually took place in France, we have no choice but to take such threats seriously. The New York Times officially reported that Christian conservatives and the Communist Party conspired together to attack us. So if we claim that the Communist Party is working behind the scenes, as well as attacking us in broad daylight, American citizens cannot deny it. Now we are moving to the next stage under favorable conditions. In 1975 in New York, many people gathered and protested against me, causing a huge commotion. Articles about us were published on page four of the Daily News for five days. That such a big newspaper initiated this coverage shows that I have become a target of the media. It was a huge event for the media. We must now launch an offensive operation. When the heavenly order comes, no matter what America or the rest of the world says about it, they will be pulled toward heaven. Why do young people join the Unification Church? Young white people are joining at an increasing rate. Older adults on Satan's side might hate Reverend Moon and the Unification Church, but their sons and daughters are joining our church. This is a kind of justice. We are being vindicated. Satan essentially took God's sons and daughters and killed them. But heaven's side does not respond by taking and killing the enemy, Satan's children. On the contrary, heaven's side saves these young people. That is the difference. That is why we can see now that an organization of opposing parents has emerged. Where else can we find the outrageous phenomenon of parents kidnapping their own sons and daughters? Such atrocious acts are occurring in America, the leading nation of the 20th century. Such events have not been seen anywhere else in history. Whenever the New York Times and the Washington Post come out against the Unification Church, it is instigated by parents' organizations. Because young people are following Reverend Moon, groups of opposing parents spread rumors about how the Unification Church is brainwashing people. 
There are also groups that kidnap young adults who have joined our church in order to deprogram them. In an attempt to counter these groups of parents opposed to us, we pulled together an association of supportive parents. Of course, when the group of opposing parents gather 350 people, the mass media is sure to add an extra zero and report that they gathered 3,500 people. If there are 35 people, they report it as 350 people. At one meeting, we had almost 700 supportive parents, but the media deleted a zero and said that we had gathered 70 people. This clearly shows that communism has already permeated the American media. The mass media is strongly influenced by communism. This is how they are fighting us. The mass media are committed to overthrowing Reverend Moon. The year 1976 was a time of hard-fought battles. The Unification Church teaches the way of filial piety, loyalty, and sainthood. If you wish to become God's son or daughter, it is not enough to be recognized as a patriot for your nation. You need to be recognized as someone who acts for the sake of the world. You can be a filial child, but you must be one who lives for the sake of the world. The parents who look at things on the level of the society or nation have a different point of view. That is why the Unification Church faces opposition. The orchestrated emergence of organizations of opposing parents was manipulated by communists. The worldwide opposition to us that gets parents involved is not the Japanese parents' doing. The Japanese Communist Party is opposing us, faithfully following the dictates of the world-level Communist Party. A trial is being held in America. That is why trials are taking place in Germany, Great Britain, and France as well. The Communist Party is manipulating us. As their united front spreads out, the democratic world is cooperating with communist efforts to rid itself of me. I think something remarkable has happened. We must not lose this legal battle. If we win, the shedding of blood in the mission history of the Unification Church will draw to a close. If Jesus could have left a testimony or record of having spoken before the Roman Senate and won the battle there, Christianity would not have become a religion of martyrs. I know this for a fact. I engage in the struggle in order to prevent blood from being spilled on the path trod by our future generations. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.